Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's a brand new podcast, ladies and gents. That's right. It's uh it's the stats mistress herself taking on the helm of a very own podcast. Never let it be said that Cookie Cast Snooze is on a new podcast. We're always there, always open to ideas for new podcasts and things like that. If you've got an idea for a podcast, why don't you give us a shout? Um, while you're doing that, jump over to YouTube and uh, give this guy a watch because this one does have a video. And while you're there, subscribe, like, share, tell your friends, all that. So yeah, here we go. This is Cookie Cast Up Leante. Way to start, blow everyone's eardrums out. Start as we mean to go on. Mm, I'm sure. Messed up. It's very grand. A bit squashed. So, here we are. You want me to go? Another episode of Cookie Cast? Another episode of Cookie Cast, but not any episode of Cookie Cast. It is the dark. Wait, wait, no. The whole. No. You can't see. No. Get in. No. Bullshit cast. No. Zombie cast. No. Techie cast. Digging up the uh, dredges of the Zomb- archive. Zombie cast has had a big uptake recently. I can't think why. <laughs> it's not like anybody's People preparing for the end of the world. <laughs> Looking for tips. No, this is introducing a brand new podcast. You know what that means? What? That means that I can take off the whole avocado. The blurb that says... The newest podcast on the Cookie Cast Network. Really? You will have to it will cut no and longer. paste it. I will. Another one. So what? I'm. I'm not. I don't want to interfere. Okay. I want to tell you how to do your job. Okay. But with the new podcast, it's usually like a little bit of a backstory, which brings you up to the point in time where the podcast gets a name, and then you reveal the name. Backstory as to how we've reached this point in time. Yeah. Why we're here. Why we're here. What we're doing. What you're doing. What I'm doing on the podcast. Why you're here. Why you're doing a podcast. Why am I here. What drove you to You've pushed and insanity. pushed until I've given in to, to a podcast. I mean... And this. <laughs> this will be... Do you want me to give you a flavour of what the podcast will be covering? Well, it'll be games, movies, TV show and going to the gym. Close, but not quite. No? No. There will be games, but they will be my games, my genre of games, which, for those of you that don't know, which nobody knows, uh, um, sh- Switch. Not sh- It's not a Switch. Oh, uh, sorry. I got confused. It's a Switch. Currently Switch. I've always uh, leaned more towards the Nintendo console and their games. You, you looked puzzled then. No? Nintendo's a company, not a console. The Nintendo consoles? Yeah. Yeah. I said Nintendogs then, by accident. Oh, Nintendogs, that was great. <laughs> it wasn't. No, it wasn't, it was rubbish. 
Um, so yes, there will be a section on games. There will be a section on my choice of um, exercise, which is, will be a very short slot. And CrossFit. No, I've never done CrossFit. Um, and there may be some snippets on movies, as and when that's relevant. And my genre of movie is horror, so I will tend to focus on horror movies. Okay. Okay. Um, so that's a, a quick, in short brief of what might be covered. There'll be other random things as well that I might think of. I don't know the frequency that this podcast will occur, so it depends what happens over that duration of time. I think it'll be fortnightly rather than weekly. Okay. Yeah, is that alright? It's fine by me. Okay. By the end of the week I'll be podcasting from a bunker somewhere. It will be a daily podcast yeah, on how to survive the coronavirus you can't apocalypse. can't say coronavirus. Why not? Because you'll get demonetised. So all the money that you make from your podcast, no pennies for you. Why? Because you can't say. Why not? I say the virus. Could be T-virus, could be... Why can't you say it? C-virus. Who, whose rules are these? Part of the... I presume I'd go with YouTube. Okay, they don't like you to say... C-virus. The CV. Just say T-virus. Because that's what it is. Disease X. Disease X. That was a thing in the news recently. They always knew that it was coming. Who knew? The media. The fucking I don't know, the scientists. Somebody knew. The media. Anyway, we... we Digress. Digress. Have you ever done a podcast? Yes. (laughs) Yes, that is the point of a podcast, isn't it? So, So that's... A quick backstory on what I intend to cover. I it will evolve. I was going to say, I mean, it, it its format sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I can't think of where I've heard that format before. Yes, yeah. This um, is but this... That wind! This... Not mine. This will be... From my point of view. I won't be whinging about life. Or... Drivers. You want to talk drivers? Let's talk about Volvo drivers. My fucking no, no. god! Rain it so, in. save that for next week. For this podcast, no. So yours. let me let me get some a few things off my chest. So let's talk about the the bad driving structure that is out there on the roads in the UK, shall we? Let's not. Nobody cares. <sighs> I care. You do a little bit too much mm. anyway um, so yes are you ready to unleash the name of your podcast I am do we need to give credit where credit is credit due? where credit is due so originally Liam was like I've got to do a podcast I've got to get all this stuff on from chest I, <laughs> I just feel that podcasting is the future and it's the way forward if I give you £150,000 what do you think to let me go on the Cookie Cast Network? I said that it's a three fifty minimum. 
long long story short we we split it at 250 with like ad points and stuff like that it's, it's boring business stuff um so i was like okay what format have you got she told me the format i said it sounded very familiar um then i was like what are you gonna call it and she was like i want to call it wife of the party and i was like oh <laughs> shit so i had to very delicately break to her that there was already a podcast not only there was already a podcast called wife of the party there was already a podcast called wife of the party run by someone who wasn't called leanne what are the chances <laughs> i don't know but that led to a conversation that you weren't part of yeah you were not part of no. this no. so i came back at one point and i was like I know you're a massive Burt Kreischer fan. I know you're a massive Leanne Kreischer fan. That's largely where this came from. So, what about a tip of the hat to both of those people and call your podcast Leantics? I'm not going to say it didn't fly and I'm not going to say it got shot down because that's not the kind of person I am. I can't admit my own faults. But that sparked conversation. Definitely wasn't in a meeting when we should have been doing work, where I was saying to some of the people I work with who are also podcast alum, or were until, you know, the virus got involved, um, that Leanne was absolutely desperate to start doing a podcast. And we're struggling to come up with names, but we wanted to go with like, I say we, you wanted to go with like a Leanne-based theme. And literally, not even a split second passed, and Sam Muscroft, straight, quick as a snap, just went with... Up Leanne. Up Leanne. And I up was, the Leanti? Because you would up the ante? Yeah. Yeah, so up the Leanti. Yeah. And I just was like, well, there we go. And I sent you a message. I was like, I know you're desperate to get this podcast off the ground. You've been struggling with names. You know, the Tuesday morning podcast. One Bear, One Cave. These are all names that are taken. And um, they were all springing to mind. Wife of the Party. All of this sort of stuff, it's just, it's just a little bit too reminiscent of a few other things. Uh, L LTF, it, was just, it just wasn't going to fly. So I was like, Sam suggested up the Leanti. Which is funny because it has my name in it. It's based on a common phrase that mm. I use all the time. Podcast names, a lot of podcast names go with the old... Uh, Puns and stuff. Maybe is it not just upliante? Because the le is instead of the. I believed it was upliante. Maybe maybe that is right. As I, said, I wasn't party to the conversation. You so weren't. Maybe we should have had this conversation before just launching into it to have understood the nature of the title. The nature of the beast. Yes. Okay. Okay, so Up Leante. Up Leante. That is what you are currently listening to, if you're wondering, if you've only just tuned in. 
<laughs> if you're wondering what the hell you're listening to. Okay, so. So. That is the title. That's the title. That's where we're at. Movies, games and TV. Not TV. Nobody's talking about my TV habits. I think I think somebody is somewhere. Probably somewhere. Probably, uh, probably in a government agency, I imagine. I don't plan to discuss it on this podcast. No? No. So, games and movies. Yep. Okay. And running. Running. That was my choice of exercise. Running and training for a big event. Uh-huh. A 10 mile, having not run properly for a good 18 months. Okay. Yes. So it's like a journal. A journal. An ode to my trainers. It can be like a journal. If, if that's what you want it to be. I don't want it to be anything. I'm I'm literally there. You did. I, you wanted me to do a podcast. I didn't want you to do a podcast. You did. I'm just here for the first episode. I I as in a lot of situations, I'm a facilitator. A facilitator. Yes. Yeah, so this isn't really an episode. This is just a quick intro. An overview. Snippet. Yeah. So the can I can I talk? Shall I go? I gave you a heads up of what I was going to cover. This is you know, I'll give you a little bit more in depth. So the running training. I'm trying to get back into the running thing. Um, I've been struggling, so I thought the best way for me to do that is to sign up to an upcoming event, and that will force my hand into training. Um, so my intention is to sign up to a run in October, which gives me about six months to train and get back out there and I want this podcast to look puzzled okay trying to do the maths it's more than six months at the moment but by the time I actually get going and by the time this podcast comes out true true I'm not always gonna bear that in mind though the time lapse difference between that doesn't matter um so it gives me six months to train to get back into it and I'll use this podcast to try and keep me accountable as a reason to have actually been out and done some running so that I can come and update everybody on my progress and the reaching my goal, I guess. So that running has not yet started. I've done bits and pieces over the last few weeks. Um, my intention is actually to go out tomorrow. Um, but I usually... I found that I remember that I was planning to go for a run after I'm already in the shower or I've already missed that opportunity and thought I should have gone for a run. Um, so I have to I have to leave my clothes out the night before so that there's a visual reminder in the morning that my run is on the agenda. Also means I don't have to find the running clothes and I can just get out and do it. They say you're supposed to go to bed wearing your running clothes. I've heard that before, yeah. Where you it saves the job because half the battle is just taking that step out the door whereas if you're already dressed and raring to go you can just jump straight out yeah, you're preaching to the converted on that one I I don't, I don't I honestly don't know what it is but I do a minimum of 2k 
nearly every day. Yep. And all I can think off the back of that is I used to do 10Ks. Yep. How the fuck did I do that? It it baffles me beyond belief. We were in a different place then, and I think we used to go out for morning runs together. We did. What, five out of seven mornings or something? Yep. No, maybe not five out of seven. We did it three times a week, midweek. We do every other day. No, it was like... Did we do it every was five, It was five out of seven. We only had two rest days. That's right. how I've always operated. Um, there was a point where I only used to have one rest day from various things. And I think at the point when you were getting into the running, I was, I was at my peak of running. So I was your sort of encouragement to get up, get dressed and go out and pushing you to run further than... I used to say phrases like... And I use this in more than one occasion, more than one situation. I would use phrases like, I'm not running to a run. Because <laughs> you were, we were on, on a Wednesday morning, we used to train hills. Yes. Hills, yep. Hill sprints. Yep. Um, and you'd be like, you were always like, oh, we should be running to the hill yeah. to do the hill sprints. Yeah. And I'm like, we're going to do hill sprints. Why would I run there? get to you there quicker and we always like when me and like some of the lads used to go and do the park run we'd always be late so they'd be running to the start line i'm like we're about to do a 5k wasting energy why am i why would i run to the start um so yeah you you were that encouragement at that point in time and then you you were your own encouragement because then you were running home from work yeah, when when I was working in town and like running home from work at that point in time, it was there was a a large amount of if I don't do it, I'm not getting home. Yeah, I could have got on the bus, but I hated getting on the bus at that point in time. It would have taken me longer, especially when I moved out of town. I worked out that I could actually get home quicker than using the buses because it yeah. was two buses to get home yeah. doing that. Um, and there was there was this huge if I don't run home I'm not I'm not going home, um, and the you know there's an aspect of that now that I I think if I was at work and my only way to get home was walk or run or whatever it'd be it would force my hand. You twist your arm, yeah, into doing something. Um, but things are too convenient now. But that's not the case, and that's that's not that's not the place I'm at at the moment, and that's not to say that that I you know I I I spoke about it this week on on my podcast that I was talking about how I know the running that I'm doing isn't right because it largely isn't running. Yeah, I'm I'm just doing that two k, um, and something just come up recently about doing X number of steps or x amount of distance a day over a week and how people were doing like was it 50k a week and i was like ah that's easy i could oh wait no that's 10 if you did it five times a week that's 10k a day and i do 10k in a week and there was that realization that i used to do 10ks and now i do 10ks in a week yeah yeah 
Um, and it's depressing, but I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not in and that space. And that's not your focus either. You're not, you're not all about, running is my only form of exercise, um, apart from having cycled to work, which isn't a thing at the moment. Um, so running is my only form of exercise. That will be my sole focus, whereas you focus on the, the weights and the toning as well. Um, but on the on the next episode, I will actually go into sort of what running I've done before and where I was at. And well, I, I didn't know because uh, I was going to say, did you want to? It, a bit like why people would come back to listen to you. What is your and uh, like expertise around running? Like how how much running do you have under your belt up till this point? Well, that's what I wanted to cover in my next one. Yeah. You want me to do it now? I don't know. Are you going to do a whole episode on running? Not on just on running, but <laughs> that was going to be the content. Um, otherwise, it would have just been a podcast saying, "Yeah, I've been for a run." Well done, me. I don't necessarily think that's true. But I do, I have a, I can't, I don't know how long I've been running for. About, in fact, it was 2008 when I did the um, Great North Run. And that was the first sort of big entry required run that I did. How Uh, far is the Great North Run? It's a... Half marathon, so thirteen point one <coughs> miles. Yeah, um, and it was with my mum that I started running. She would just encouraged me to try and go out running, and we just we would just go and run round the strays, just round the field, and just lap the edges. And I would just try to run for as long as I could, um, and stop and walk a bit, and then just run a bit further. And the only measure of sort of distance we had at that point in time was a pedometer um so we take the number of steps that are ticked up on your run and then try to calculate it back into a distance um so i've got no idea how much actual training i did for the great north run but i remember like popping paracetamol on the way around because my knees were just crunching all the way around and it took me I was in so much pain. I didn't even wear, like, I didn't have um, running trousers or jogging bottoms or anything. I just had a pair of, like, trousers on. Um, <laughs> it was just, like, so unprepared I, to enter a 13 I, uh, I mean, that to me is baffling, anyway, because I'm very much a, if I'm going to do something, I need all the kit. <laughs> I need all the equipment. I didn't want to risk... Because they were the trousers I'd always... I'd learnt to run in and I'd always run in. I didn't want to risk changing the trousers and getting, like... Bad luck. Not bad luck, but getting, um, like, skin burns or chafing or anything. Um, But that took two hours and 45 minutes. Which is a, a fairly long time to cover a half marathon. I was going to say, because... There's a, there's this story about how Bert did a half marathon, um, and then I'd bet Ari, I think, and Tom, mate, uh, there, there was this bet that he could do a marathon 
with no training. Mm-hmm. And he did the LA Marathon in five and a half hours or something, and which ended up inspiring this Vance Hines, who was a four nearly five hundred pound man to lose weight. Okay. Um, and that leads on to like DDP yoga and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, that's a decent time for no training to do a marathon. Pretty good going. So, over the years, I have done a number of running events. Not loads, but steady away. More than most. I don't know what most people do. I've done I've done another half marathon. That was the Leeds one. In that time, I've done a full marathon. I've done the 10 miler three times, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's been some 10Ks and things in there. Um, so, my intention is to A, get back in shape, but A, B, just get that fitness level back up with a focus. Well, I was going to say, what is, what is the goal? The goal is just to be active again. Make time for running. It's a weird thing because I I kind of hate running. And I hate the way that it makes you feel and how you can go from one week you have a good run or one day you have a good run and then the next one you'll go out and try to do exactly the same distance, even the same route, and it's horrendous. Um, I hate it, but I also know that I've been able to do it before. I've gone from nothing to being able to run and it's that level of fitness that I can get back and ultimately lose lose that baby weight it's achievable it's if I put my mind to it saying about like hating it I mean that was I find it baffling when people talk about loving running I, re- I really do it's kind of, it's like a love hate relationship. I I've never. I think I love the benefits more than the actual. The benefits that, are quite. Uh, that's you know, I, mean. I I have this real issue with the fact that because I'm not doing the level of running that I was doing, I'm not seeing the benefits. Mm-hmm. I think the level of quote unquote running it isn't running, and I can't stress that enough. Uh, that I'm doing now is sort of in the region of keeping me ticking over. Um, and 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 I know that if I want to change, I have to change it. I have to increase the distance or reduce the time. Or I've already reduced the time recently, but like I keep saying, the exercise, the the routine that I've got now for doing that two k, it's it's horrible. I hate it. I know. It makes me feel sick. Um, and I look back over the running that I did, and I hated every step. Yeah. Every step I hated. Yeah. There was a point in time where, and I don't know whether it was a point in time or whether it was generally just a feeling that I always had, that whenever I stopped, whenever I finished a run, I'd get back, or I'd like get back to the house, I'd done a run, we'd gone out, done a run, I ran home from work. Whenever I finished, whenever I stopped, I never felt like I was, that I couldn't take another step. I always felt the moment I stopped, I was like, oh man, I could have gone a bit further. Yeah. 
that was always interesting and that was um like when i was doing it, i had a level of drive that like i've probably never had at that point in time and i probably haven't got back but i hated it yeah i think the thing what you do trying to do on a treadmill of I've done the treadmills myself when I used to go to the gym and I even tried doing training on a treadmill and I just cannot, I can't abide training on a treadmill or trying to run on a treadmill. It's just, I physically have to get out there and have a distance to running run. Out, yeah, run, road running out there on the roads because I could not, you know, people are like, oh, I can't run on concrete, i got to run on grass. I was the opposite. I could not run on grass for for love the money. Concrete or road running was fine for me. Yeah. There is a big difference when you've got different stuff to look at. You know, when you're sitting on a treadmill and you're just staring straight ahead. I've had that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas now at least I can put something on as a distraction. Yes. Yep. Um, but I do know what you mean. There is a massive difference with getting out and pounding the pavement. And it's versus... just that physically having you've run. I used to, when I was doing big distance training, or training for the 10 mile before, I would run five miles away from the house, mm. because then I've got five miles to have to get home somehow, and ideally that would be running, but worst case, at some point you end up walking back, but you're still getting that bit of exercise and you've covered that distance. You know you can cover that distance. I had a conversation when... Me, your mum and Zoe did the 10k last year. That I should have. Yeah, I crossed the line as as, <laughs> Leanne, as, Le, as Leanne. <laughs> uh, that was interesting. Um, we had a conversation about the couch to 5k. And I was saying there is a point in the couch to 5k that I get to every single time where the week before I'm like, this is fine. I can do this. I could do this from now until the end of time. And then the next week, I'm like, I hate this. I hate every minute of it. I hate what I'm doing. I hate every aspect of it. Is it the jump from like an eight minute run to 20 or something? I imagine so. But part of me thinks it comes even before that. You know, when you run for a minute and walk for 30 seconds, it's like, I could do this. You know, run for three minutes, walk for a minute. You know, it's all it's all doable. It's all achievable. And I've done the couch to five k three times in the last few months. Like when I've gone, like getting back into going to the gym, I'm like go get back to the running, and I'm like, right, I'm I'm there. I'm at the last week, and I've got to run for half an hour, and I've done it, and within days of finishing it i'm like just gonna i'll just do one one k today because i've not really got it in me and and then i have to build it back up well that maybe you're similar to me though that you need some an actual goal to strive for to make you have to increase the running i need the challenge yeah and i i've never pardon me i've never found someone that has ever been able to challenge me. I found pussies. Challenge you in what? I you know I'm very much like I want to say to someone. Um, yeah, you know, I have that thing with Tom. 
Yeah. Lose, lose a stone in December, otherwise yeah. no Christmas dinner. Oh, I see. So you need a challenge. And the response to that was, whether I win or lose this competition, I'm still eating a Christmas dinner. It's like, well, that defeats the part of competition. Yeah, yeah, okay. When That's I tried right. to get, like, a few other people to do a challenge at another point in time, and just got met with a resounding no. Yeah, nobody's on board. I, I, I you know, if somebody, if somebody said to me, I challenge you to, I'm immediately on board. I'm like, what? Challenge to what? What you, is it? What is it? When I mentioned that I was interested in doing the 10 mile, you said that my, you might sign up. But if you I did, haven't done the 10 miles. Um, and in theory, you know, the way it should go is you should do a 10, a 5K, you know, your park runs, you can do those every week. Then you should work your way up to doing a 10K. Then you should work your way up to doing a 10 mile. I've never made that jump. Yeah. Then you should do a half marathon, and obviously the last point in time is you should do a marathon. Um, the the thought and the concept. I remember talking to you on the phone whilst you were doing the marathon, <laughs> and was just like walking at that point. Yeah, hobbling. But just the the emotion of it all that was like coming down the phone. I mean, you know, you weren't crying down the phone to me. You were like, "Oh, I've gone this far and I've done this much, and I'm just having a little walk." And and I, I, I don't would, think you can I comprehend was, the distance. No, even now, I, I get, I get like, like heart palpitations thinking about how could you possibly do twenty six point two miles? And I know it baffles it's me. One foot in front of the other, but I'm the, I'm the same man that started this conversation saying I can't imagine doing a ten k. Right now. Right now. But I did. I did. Just... Two, I did two ten k's in two days. Yeah. When I did the first York ten k, I did a ten k on the Friday to see if I could do it. And then you did and it then on I did Sunday. The ten k on the Sunday. No, I think you need to sign up for the ten mile. Give you that. I know. At the time, I said, "Oh, oh well, who would who would look after the baby?" But that can be sorted. I'll put it in the sling. <laughs> She'd love it. Take it with you. Ah, uh, just... That's not... If you said to me, right, you sa- you're, st- you're signed up to do the 10 mile. I'd be like, right, okay. And I would go away from that conversation going, I guess I have to try for a 10 mile then. And I would look at where I am now, look at how far away it is, do the training that they tell you to do, you know, do start by doing two miles and increase it by... In theory, you only need 10 weeks. To... A mile a week. Yeah. And you're only supposed to train to 80% because the adrenaline gets you through the last 20%. Never understood that one. Yeah. Um, you've got to leave your body wanting more than... That's what it knows why people collapse at 20 miles of a 26-mile race. Yeah. So I've never understood that. If I'm training for ten for ten miles, I'm going out and running twelve. <laughs> yeah. Because then I know I to can know do ten can miles. Do. It does. It doesn't make any sense. But if you said to me, "You sign up for the ten mile," I would go and train to do a ten mile. But that's not what gets me going. Motivated. That's not. That's not, you know, if, like I said, if somebody 
came to me and was like, I challenge you to. It almost wouldn't matter what it was. And I would just be hell for leather for whatever that was. Well, I challenge you to enter the 10 mile at a faster speed than I've done it. No, because you because at that point in time you were doing like a nine minute mile, uh, sub nine minute mile. I think I, I think the fastest one I've done is an hour and thirty eight minutes, so it's just under a ten minute mile for that. Well, that's an average, isn't it? Because I'm. Like, I think you started at like an eight minute mile and then it sort of went up and... Yeah, maybe. <sighs> I'm not sure that that's... That doesn't work for you. Maybe. Okay, well, you think on about that. But anyway, that was just a... That's the goal. That is the goal? Yeah. Do you want me to tell you what my goal is? If you want. <laughs> It's not my podcast. Well, no, but you can share. But I can share that on my podcast. You could. That's why, I mean, my, my podcast has a, a gym section. Yeah, what I'm doing I, in the gym these days. I know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a dream, like a famous man once said. Um, what, do, do you want to talk about your games? I don't want to talk in detail about the games, but the games that uh, I give people a, a taste of what on might, the go might be to come at the moment. Um, the game I have on the go at the moment is Luigi's Mansion Three on the Switch. Um, I played that two nights ago for the first time in about a month. Um, but why was that? So that I was ready for the podcast. See, I Dedi- that that's dedication for your people, yeah, right? You're holding me accountable. I felt like I couldn't come onto the podcast and say I've been playing this game when, in reality, I hadn't. Um, so I had to refresh my memory where I was at, and I actually switched it off in anger. Um, but Rage quit. <laughs> we my will, favorite. We will revisit this. Um, it's the first Luigi's Mansion I've played. I assume there was a one and a two on other consoles Um, so that is the game I've got on the go at the moment I also have Zelda the most recent one I don't actually know the title of it off the top of my head Link's Awakening is it? yes on the Switch that is still in its wrapper from money well spent people it will be still in its wrapper from Christmas but I kind of made a promise to myself that I couldn't play it until I played more of Luigi's Mansion um, it might be coming to the time where I need to play it so I can alternate between them because I'm just not inspired to put Luigi's Mansion on at the moment. Having having that structure for games sometimes works really well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, if you've got a driving game and an RPG. Yeah, something completely... That, that's two completely different games. That works beautifully. I, I've got a game that I was playing and I played it... Af- it's an RPG and I played it after playing an RPG and I played it for so long and went, this is not the time for this game. Yeah. That's not saying that I didn't like it. It's not saying it wasn't good. It's not saying that 
I wasn't getting everything I wanted from my, from an RPG perspective, but I just played an RPG. It wasn't the right time for it. So I've put that to one side. Oh, I'm going to come back to it. Um, however, it can also have that issue of you never really know what you're doing with either game. Yeah, and, um, and I think the types of games that I end up playing on the Switch, they are very much the kind of immersive and draw you in. So having two in-depth games on the go, it doesn't help. Um, so it, it might just be time for a break, focus on Zelda for a bit, and then come back to Luigi's Mansion. Or I just give Luigi's Mansion a bit more time and effort and then... Or you put Zelda on, you realise that that's the game that you should be playing... Maybe play through time. that game yep. and, and then come, come back. back to Luigi and go oh I've got a lot more time for this now yep. what gets released on Friday then that is the other thing so the you're, third game you're a that massive will... Doom fan <laughs> not a massive Doom, Doom Eternal fan, though it should be arriving on Saturday I should be arriving on Saturday um, oh Animal Crossing comes out on Friday for the Switch <laughs> It is on pre-order. It is a treat to myself. From my dad, technically, for with some money got for Christmas that I hadn't spent. Big shout out to Bob. Yeah. Bob, at home. Currently in isolation, yeah. in the isolation booth, <laughs> singing a song. Um, so that will be arriving. I last played Animal Crossing on the GameCube. I didn't know if it was a DS game. No, it was definitely on a console. Then I can't imagine it was the Wii. It certainly wasn't the Wii U. So. Might have been the Wii. Because it was at um, Old Walk. I'm trying to gauge time frame. That wouldn't no, have been I the Wii. Be the the Wii was in the house after that. Right. So it would be GameCube. GameCube. GameCube days. Ah, oh, the GameCube. What a fantastic console that was. Hmm? I just yeah. love the GameCube. It was great. For what reason? The Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem. Not Mario Party or whatever. Jesus. <laughs> Fuck Mario. So, yes, yeah, so there will be three games too potentially update on at various points um, it'll switch around depending on what I've played so you're giving people that bit of a taste mm-hmm. so they've they've tuned in, they've listened to this they're like, I can get on board with this guy she knows what's what <laughs> I'm also at the start of my running journey so it'll be interesting to listen along um, and it just so happens that I'm also into Nintendo Switch games okay it's good, I like this person. But, to close the deal, to lock them in so that they come back for episode two. Yeah. Where are we at with the movies? The movies, so I haven't actually watched anything in the last week or two. Prior to that, um, we watched It Part 2. <laughs> it... It was not the best watch. I actually fell asleep in parts and then towards the bank end. You had a good sleep? You enjoyed your sleep? I did. I would like to say that that's because I I wished I had a sleep. I was exhausted, but although that is probably a factor, it was three hours long and it was boring. It was shit. 
it was it really was boring. Really, really shit. It didn't need to be that long. I mean, it's one of those things. Unfortunately for you, I have, and we might have to have a conversation where. I can't review something because I've reviewed it chapter two. Yeah. Check it out on the uh, Darkest Timeline podcast. <laughs> um, but that was at a time when you didn't have your very own podcast. I don't think there is an issue in us both independently reviewing things on our own podcast because it will be. It may be the same Indivi- opinion, but it'll be separate perspectives and. Individual opinions are fine, but when we're talking about it chapter two. I don't think our opinions are in any way different. No. It was far too long, it was terrible, and it had awful CG in it. Okay. I don't know was if the I... Review, was the review... I didn't agree on the awful CG. CG was From what I terrible. saw, but I just didn't like it. I didn't like it from the beginning, from the opening scene, because that sort of stuff just upsets me. Where the guy was getting beaten up by... Mm. I don't like stuff like that. But, yeah, so that was not a good experience. And then I watched Pet Cemetery, probably about a fortnight ago. Um, I, you you talked about Pet Cemetery, And then I listened to uh, a Burt cast, that, that one that had Michael Rosenbaum on, which was fantastic, by the way. I generally don't, that's not true, I always recommend podcasts to people. Um... They talked about... You missed, you missed out a key statement there. You didn't say, I was listening to a podcast. I you did. just said, no, you just launched in saying it was a broadcast with Michael Rosenbaum. Anyway. I think I said I was listening to... Anyway. Um, they had a conversation about Pet Cemetery. Right. Michael Rosenbaum was saying how fucking awful it was. Um. And was going through, like, the story, and I was listening to him give a breakdown of the story, and he was like, why would any of the things in that film have happened? Well, yeah, why would anybody do these things? Like, no, this is... I don't want to... Yeah, spoiler alert. A girl gets hit by a truck. Yeah. And is fully intact. <laughs> it's like, you get hit by a truck, you are pink mist. So there was, like... Stuff like that in, the, in in his review of that film, which made me uh, not want to watch it. Yeah, it, it, I, I've never seen the original. I had nothing to base it on. It was okay as far as horror movies go that I tend to watch. Uh, very much fit a bill. Um, I think the, the more disturbing thing since then is that our cat, Dwayne, looks very much like the cat. Well, I used, from to, call, that film. I, I used to call him Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and now. I've started doing it because every now and then you'll just be doing something around the house and you turn around and he's just sat there staring at you and you expect him to launch for your face or something like the cat in the film. I never understood your reference to him because he's, I didn't... He's too lazy for that. <laughs> but I didn't, under, I didn't know what the premise of the film was. I didn't realise these people or animals were brought back to life and but not quite the same. Spoilers. Spoilers. The film's been out ages. Yeah, well. Heads Still up, spoilers. People. Yeah. Uh, so that yeah, that's a very quick check in on movies I've watched. I will make a conscious effort to watch them. It's difficult, um, largely because at this point in time, films are 
not being released. Yeah. We've hit a point in time where every single major film is saying that they're not releasing. Obviously, the biggest one from today is the announcement that Black Widow is getting the release for that's getting put back. I mean, I can't imagine how many Disney films are now on a not getting release schedule. Mulan, Black Widow. Um, they've had to bring up the release of Frozen onto the digital platform and something else. They've had to um, Star, Star Wars, Wars, maybe. Um, so, yeah, it's quite difficult with there not being films to watch, like new stuff to yeah, watch. Yeah. So you would potentially have to dive have back. to revisit some golden um, oldies. I'm having the same issue with games the games industry doesn't seem to have been hit but that's purely because we're at the end of a console generation and nobody's making or releasing games okay we're getting doom and animal crossing on friday this would be the point in time for them to get them out because if people are going to be in lockdown at home yeah they're gonna make an absolute killing like doom will sell absolute gangbusters um the next game to look forward like the next major title to look forward to isn't until june Right. And then after that, all you've got to look forward to is cyberpunk. So, it's a Other things will crop up, maybe, but... Time for games, and like I say, movies are a little bit the same, so now's the time. I've got, like, a, a backlog of games that are more of a, I never finished it, is the, is the principle I'm using at the moment. Okay, and you revisit them to finish them. Indeed. We, we touched on this and something last week, but if I did that, that would be a long list of games for me to revisit. Games that know. I never finished. Yeah. Pikmin. This is the conversation we had on the other podcast. I finished Pikmin. I never finished Pikmin 2. It was too hard. Um, white guys. Yeah. Um, true. I do, that reminds me, there's a couple of other games I still have on the Switch. Then. I, I've got a couple of games on the Switch. Yes, you do. Yeah. But one that I got so far with and never finished, but the reason I, that I haven't played it is because I was told the the game's fine all the way through and then the last boss is utter bullshit. Okay. Right. That puts me off playing it. Um, <clears throat> and the other one is just a simple, I haven't had the time. Time. I had the, um, oh, it was Donkey Kong. I can't remember which one. It was a remake of an old one, Tropical something or other. It was an old, old game. Um, and the last Zelda game. I never... I mean, it, it was just so long. Yeah. And, so, and I started moving through different lands. There was the one with the old, the, too much heat. Um, as yeah, opposed to cold. That game and, had one major mechanic that I just couldn't get past. Which was what? The the weapons. No matter what weapon you got, no matter what it looked like, no matter how strong it should be, you could only hit things six times and then your weapon would have broken. No matter what it was. Okay. Like a skeleton arm, like a bone. Yes. Versus a sword. Yeah. You could use them certain number of times then they broke no matter what it was yeah that's just weird 
And then there were points where you didn't have any weapons. You know, I was getting into sections where I needed to kill monsters to take something from him, like you're saying, a skeleton arm or a spear or something mm-hmm. to carry on fighting, but I just wasn't generating enough weapons to be able to get through the, no, the monsters. It, there. Yeah, it was a very strange concept of a game. There was lots of just big areas. Yeah, it was tricky. Um, one day, maybe, we'll go back to it. When I haven't got any others to play. Mothers. Mothers. So that, I think that brings us to a sort of wrap. Probably yeah. rambled on a bit longer than they intended to for this introduction to Upliante. I don't know if it sounds of any interest to people out there, but come on the journey with us. Help it evolve. Leave comments, suggestions. All that good stuff. Okay. Go. Well, thank you for listening. That's a wrap. Cool. There we go. Then. You want to do the camera? Which one? Um, Top one. Oh yeah. So there you go. What do you think of that? A new podcast. A new host. New, 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 new. YouTube watchers, make sure you're subscribing, liking, sharing, commenting, and all the good stuff like that. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, send us some social media love, or send us an email with some love. Whichever you want. That's it for this one, so tune in to next time, and uh, any of the CookieCast podcasts that are coming your way. Till then, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye.